Is it right you do a whole podcast about keeping up appearances? Yes. Wow. Uh, All about keeping up appearances. It's niche. Yeah, listen, people love but niche. Pe- yeah, people love niche and people love keeping up appearances. There you go. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Sean, you, can everyone just check everyone in me? Yeah, but you froze for about half an hour then. Ah, uh, it's not good. No so, outs in it. Wi Fi, not great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's hot as excuse. I know. I should have pretended I was in work as well. <laughs> um, yeah, hi, Rob. So, um, hey, hello. Is- nice to meet you all. I'm going to be really lame and say I'm a really big fan. Oh, oh, cheers, bro. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Do what? yeah I'll, I'll also get that in first. <laughs> yeah, you, no. you don't want to do it at the end of the podcast, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go, oh, yeah. Just so you know, we do all like you. <laughs> no, so, no, um, we're, we're a member, Dan, Rob. We're arguably the best member as well. Tosh, he's uh, no, no doubt about it. He's stuck in work, so you'll have to make oh, do. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's great. It's Kyle. What's he going to do? Rene! Rene! Oh, yeah! Well, welcome back to another episode of Keeping Up Appearances. We are very lucky to have another special guest with us this week. We have Robbie Morgan. Robbie, thanks for being with us. No worries, no. Thank you for having me on. It's no, it's great to be here. Cheers. Oh good, no good. I think Bob is is very pleased. He's a he's a big fan. <laughs> so yeah, an esteemed guest. When, oh, no, but, I thought he was going to keep that off air. No, no, <laughs> keep that off air. No, but I'm personally. I want to tell me, brother. You were coming on. He was like, no, he isn't. He's joking. <laughs> no. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. That's a big coup for the um, Keep Up Appearances podcast. Oh, great. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we are a member short, though, for now. Um, unfortunately, Tosh is, is delayed in work, but I'm sure he will be sending in his Maroon 5 um, shout. So, yeah, we look forward to hearing that later. But we'll start off with our quiz of the week. Any given Saturday, Sean, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so I'm not sure if you've listened, Robin, it's fine if you haven't. But we start off with a, a quiz called Any Given Saturday where I pick a random mm-hmm. random match week from the Premier League past. I give you a game and, and you've got to ask me questions to try and guess the goal scorers. So, okay, okay. It, it's not the hardest week, I don't think, but some, some good players, yeah. This is from not recent. This uh, is from w- way, way back. Okay, I'll tell you. It's actually from Saturday the 14th of March, 2009. Oh, okay. Good day. Okay. Good day. Yeah. Bolton won, Bolton three. Mm-hmm. 2009. Four goals. Four goal scorers. Off you go. Uh, did one of them score a famous Merseyside derby goal? Yes. Is it Andy Johnson? It is. <laughs> um, oh. I, I, when I say a famous Merseyside derby goal, wasn't it a brace as well? It was, it was two, yeah. yeah. What's going on? You're good, man. <laughs> uh, three, 
I can't remember the celebration, but what a day that was. <laughs> Great day. So that's so that's one. We got one of the four uh, scorers. Uh, one of them. Was one of them a big centre half? No. Not ready, kind of okay. One of the one of the Fulham scorers American. Nope. One of the Fulham scorers. Um, did he used to play for Chelsea? No. Okay. Who were you thinking there? I was thinking Damien Duff, but I don't know. That might be too late when he went oh, to no. Fulham. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can picture him in that kit, I think. But no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was another of the goal scorers? Did he also play for Everton? Yeah. Was he Sam Davis? That's what I was thinking then. Yeah, it was Sam Davis. Yeah, for sure, Bob. Ah. I just thought it. Come on, Bob. At least, at least okay. make it sound competitive again. Good job, Bob. Any, any more Everton links? No more Everton links. I'm screwed then. <laughs> I reckon one of these. I reckon I tell you now, the Bolton player is easy. The Fulham player is, that, is it. Is it a classic Bolton player? Is it classic? Uh, it, it's the player. most. The most Bolton. Oh, player. is it K? Is it KD? KD. Yeah. KD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not the most classic Bolton player. <laughs> Come on. Who is <laughs> JJ Pochup? Alex Ovechkin. No, no yeah. he's not. St- Stelius. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, uh, Kevin Davis is Kevin Davis is definitely the most bold. He's the most Sam Allardyce player ever, definitely. Yeah, on a play though. Let's give Kevin Davis his flowers, like he was a yeah. good player. Nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mine could win a final. Wow. <laughs> he could, to be fair, he definitely could. Um, he's English. He's not no. Is he a left back slash left winger? Nope. Or oh, Blayton Baines didn't play for. <laughs> of course, he didn't know. I was uh, thinking Risa. That might be too early for Risa, actually. Yeah, I'll give Risa. Um... European, Sean? Uh, not, he didn't represent a uh, uh, European team, though. No. Does that suggest he... he is European but represented somewhere else? So he was, he was born in Europe, but you're, you're not likely to know that. If you know what I mean. Right, okay. Uh, like did he so represent good. his country? Did he represent his internationally? Any international caps? Yes. Right, okay. So I'm, I'm guessing from that. Is it like a Mara situation? It's, it's exactly like a Mara situation. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> so if I were the picking for Afcon, M5, I would have got Monda. Yeah. Okay. But, but I'd say probably less so because, he, again, Mara is like well known for being French. <laughs> this lad isn't. You nearly said it then, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> um, oh, striker? Correct, striker. Did he play for any other Premier League clubs? He did. Played for... Louis. He played for at least two others. It's not Louis, is it, Saha? It's not, no. That would have been another Everton link, wouldn't it? Yeah, the king. Yeah. Uh, um, is it like? Did he usually score? Or was this like a? Is this like a bit of like a random shout for a scorer? 
no, I mean, ah, ah, um, one of his teams had a very good record. I'd say, you know, it's one of them. You know, when people say like. He's like a classic Barclays Premier League player, you know, when you think about that era. Oh, oh, oh. he was on all like you probably remember him on like, shootout cards and that. So, but he was coming like the end of his career at Fulham, basically. Can we have his initials? Because we're struggling. Oh, um, all right, let me tell you the teams he played for and see if you get him off that, and then I'll give you his initials. Go on, go on. Okay, he played for Portsmouth, then West Brom, and then Fulham in order. I reckon Bob will get this, you know. I was thinking somewhere where it's not, I don't think he plays West Brom, no. I was thinking, that they, I don't think this is it. It's not like the opposite. No, did he play for Portsmouth and Fulham? What, the opposite? Yeah. No. Um, did he play for Portsmouth though, and Fulham? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I didn't think it was him, but I don't think he played for West Brom. Go on, do you want the initials? I think we're going to need that, aren't we? Okay, so we've had a KD. We're yeah, now going to BK. Yeah. BK, was it? B- BK. DK. Yeah. yeah. Ripping it. This is tough, man. Do it. My man's gone blank. Okay. Dude, you might have beat us here, Sean. If you want to accept defeat, I'm happy to, to take the win. Can you give yeah. us another clue? No. One more uh, clue. One more clue. Another clue. Um, he played for Senegal. Something... Oh, did you see camera? Correct. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Get in. Saved. That took a while, Saved though. I didn't, know he, I, didn't, I didn't know he played for Fulham, to be honest. Yeah, that, he was the last. So I think I remember him mainly at Portsmouth West Brom, but then he went there, and then he was at Celtic. He was at Leicester. Not that I knew that. Yeah. Nice, good show. Say the day there. Is that, <laughs> is that a draw, Sean? Uh, no, yo, I'll give you a win. That's oh, we a, won. Yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. So another good any given Saturday, Sean. There, we just about. Got the winner, last minute uh, winner by Morgan. <laughs> Pull it dead in the last minute. We'll, uh, we'll take the win. So we will go from there to, well, if we're not too down to talk about it, possibly discussing last night's very, very, very boring draw. Bob, I can see you're shaking your head. Um, have you managed to uh, sort of calm down from yet or maybe wake up from yet? Yeah, I think it's the latter, piece of the latter, really. It just completely dejected with how inept over half our team are at the moment. Like, the back four is fine. Back four and the keeper is fine, but going forward's just mute. Yeah, it wasn't great. For anyone listening, no, we were talking about the, uh, Everton, Crystal Palace, one-all draw. Uh, mm. Yeah, not a great game. As Bob said, the defence and kind of solid. He was good. Defence didn't have much to do, really. But our creativity, our forward play is... Uh, even so, all of you, are you, all, of you, all of you Everton fans? Yeah. Yes. Well, how, how, like, just, yeah, personally, like, how is it this season with all the, the points reduction and that? Like, how is it... To, how long are you, are, you, are, you, are you even able to have any sort of hope? No. Callum's probably the most <laughs> optimistic, but I'm... Um, I've I've written it off, I think. Um, Have you really? It's, nah. Yeah, it's just so hard to get any form of optimism about it. 
I think I think really I know people are saying like how bad we are and stuff which we're not playing too well at all but realistically we're actually a just lower than a mid-table side at the moment in terms of where no, we should be. Yeah. But we actually are yeah. because we should be 10 points higher. So we actually are over the season. Oh, right. We've, okay. built, up, we've built up enough points for that. Really, mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. So we can't be too hard on them. But I think it's it's a shame that we are in a position where we can't be kind of expansive and creative or give players a chance because we're just looking mm-hmm. over our shoulder. So we, we're kind mm-hmm. of having to play games not to lose rather than where we should be. 13th, 14th, playing games to win and possibly climbing higher, which I think is a shame. But mm. I think we're in no real danger, um, to, to be fair. You are um, completely deluded, Callum. No, I think it's... <laughs> I think any, it's any, team, any team that is relying on a 38, 39-year-old Ashley Young playing right wing is going down. It's not, not true, though, is it? It's... I'm not even sure. We're, we're, I'm not even sure we're relying on him either. He just didn't start Jack Harrison because he's possibly had a bit of an injury. I'm sure Jack Harrison will be starting the next game. Ashley Young just filled in at right at right wing, which he shouldn't have done. And I think people being a bit harsh on Ashley Young yesterday. He, people more like he's not fast and he can't run that, but we all know that, and he didn't pick himself. No, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily. I'm not blaming Ashley Young as such. I'm blaming the situation we're in when when he's the one to come in where it's. What Lewis Dobbin if he can't get in over oh, no. approaching oh, forty no. year old Ashley. But, but I think that's I think that's more of a case of what Dice prefers rather than the state we're in now, because we had probably two or three players who who really were fit enough and could have played ahead of Young yesterday and I'm sure would have done a better job. But maybe Dice just trusts Young for one reason or another. But I it might it might have been a tactical thing where had we have gone one up. In half an hour, you would have went to a back five, and God, you would have just slotted into centre back, and actually, you would have went to like a right wing back, and that maybe that's why he's done it. Um, but as it turned out, we, we didn't get that one goal to go one 0 so uh, it happens, done it. But yeah, I, th- I just to, um, to put me back in for PCL. By the way. He's intentionally missing sitters. I I don't know how we've managed to talk about that game for so long because it was possibly the most dull contest I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was boring, very boring. But I think Palace just clashed with us. But we instead of boring you all talking about how boring Everton are, we'll move on to one of the greatest uh, parts of any footballing uh, podcast. So maybe just any part of football, we'll move on to Maroon Five. Um, with Tosh not being here, Sean, do you want to do you want to take the lead on presenting Maroon Five this week? Yeah, go on. So last week we discussed the best one club men in football, and rightfully so. I, I'll be honest, I'm surprised this happened, but rightfully so. Ledley King, my choice mm. came up on the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was, was, a bit a, was a bit of a dark horse there, though. But yeah, so Ledley King mm. is joining the lads on the island. In particular, Jason Kumas, he'll be uh, he'll be buzzing to have uh, <laughs> a solid leader behind him. He will be. Now, this week, we've been inspired by the new series of Sunderland Till I Die, which I've not seen yet, but I love the first two series. So we decided on Maroon 5 this week, in particular with having Rob on as a guest, 
we knew that or we thought this might be up his street coming up with football content. Mm-hmm. So we've decided that if we were to pitch a football series to Netflix, what would it be? That's basically the premise of, of today's Moon mm-hmm. Five. So does anyone, I'd say one of Callum or Bob, either of you, you two like to go first? Uh, I'll go first because um, Rob mentioned before how do you have any form of optimism about Everton? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do a bit of time travelling really and go back to my, my dad's childhood. I'm going to go back to a look at Merseyside football in the 1960s because Everton and Liverpool both had pretty successful areas in that time. I think Liverpool started the decade by being promoted to the first division. And I think uh, on brief um, research, I think we kind of alternated who was winning what. And obviously, as a whole, it was quite quite the decade for the city. So I like to see like a reenactment, drama, comedy kind of series based on Merseyside football in the 1960s. Primarily, so we could have a really good soundtrack in said series. Has <laughs> it, it, it got a name? Uh, oh, I didn't get that far ahead. Let I, me I, think about that. Uh, Maisie Beats will say that because they won a bit. Call him Maisie Feet, Bob. Don't do that. Maisie yeah. Feet. Sounds sound a bit perverted, though. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> what we've done. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll go for that. I think uh, I'd quite like to be in it as well. I'd like to play Howard Kendall or something. I reckon I could do that role quite well. Uh, yeah, like, well, I'm going to say you're not having the pitch unless I can star in it. Netflix like being a threatened like that, don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yes. So, I think, uh, I, it was it was still the friendly rivalry back then as well. So, I think it'd be quite a harmonious piece. Uh, both teams mm. kind of like competing for the FA Cup, the league, that kind of thing. Uh, obviously, England won the World Cup in '66 as well. So, you'd fit that in because Alan Ball then signed for Everton. So, I think it'd be quite an interesting look back on. So called so called glory is that we unfortunately are yet to witness. See, in fairness, Bob, I was gonna say one of the drawbacks was it's quite like specific when I thought it was just Everton. But because you've brought Liverpool into it, any of you wanna watch yep. that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think there's a, a good point the a World Cup angle there as well. Obviously Goodison playing a, a big part in the um sixty six World Cup. Yeah, there's all, those great pictures of you say the old playing it, yeah. so Right, Carl. Yeah, mine is a, a series as well. Mine's going to try and pull on the nostalgia of um, everyone and the fact that we're all just a kid wanting to play football deep down. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a title for mine, and it's called Playing Out. And mine will be nice. a series where you would go to different countries and look at the different like playing cultures in each country and what games they play out or play when they are playing out what different types of footballing games. So like there would be action stuff or no footballing games. <laughs> so like there would be a series like an episode on sort of street games like one bounce, heads and volleys. Um, oh wow. Sixty seconds of shoot missing in. 
all yeah, that yeah, kind right. of stuff. Yeah, all those kind of games. Yeah. Could be a, an episode on Wembley. Wembley. You travel around exactly. You travel around playing those games and playing in the streets with, with people. Then there would be one on cage football and looking at that in cage football. You travel to Paris, South London, play cage football. Another episode would be going over to Brazil and they'd be in the favelas and playing keep you up and beach football and um, mm. beach sort of football volleyball over in the on the Rio beach. Um, and yeah, so that's that's my pitch. I was wondering who would present it. Um, I'll yeah, if he wants. I think Andy Anson's got to be in there somewhere. He's got to be. Um, I think you'd have to have Andy Anson. I think. I think. I think really, it'd be me and the answer. I'm probably throwing Neville and Carragher just because they they're on everything and they they'll do it. They'll be for it. So I think yeah, I think it'll be answer Murray Carragher and Neville. Bit of a road trip. Um, traveling all around all these places. <laughs> Calvary. So yeah, that is my idea. I think that everyone would want to to watch that. I think it'd be good. I think you could ideally pick maybe five places to visit um, and sort of look at what games they play when they're playing football outside. Um, and then the idea would be that we'd kind of just go to a place and play against the locals and, and see how we get on. And then, mm. yeah, I, I, I think um, I think Neville and Carragher would love it, to be honest. And uh, I mean, and Andy Anson definitely would. Yeah, and we just kind of just... <laughs> Yeah, and we'd kind of just be be chilling there. So, yeah, that's my that's my pitch to Netflix playing out um, a series on the world's street football. You know what, Carl? I really wanted that to be terrible, but that was boss. Thanks, John. <laughs> it was to be fair. I genuinely want to watch that now. That is something I would watch. That's Thanks, yeah, I, that's great. I told you, I told you yesterday in the group chat, John. Honestly, I think I genuinely think Netflix will take that. I, I no, I I do as well. That's so, not the so what I'll do is after this, I'm going to kind of try and DM Neville Carragher and answer, and see, 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 see if they're busy in the summer. <laughs> and we'll uh, we will we'll ride that wave. Think mine's more yeah. Channel Four. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And if Netflix don't want it, I'm sure Sky will. Yeah, you should just open the auction. Yeah, mm, honestly, Dave. So. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll take anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone who's yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's my pitch. Right. I'll jump in next. I'll, I'll uh, let you go last, Rob, if that's all right. I'll, sure. um, so, mine is also tugging on the nostalgic heartstrings, but it's about a bit of a football mystery that, that I don't think has been explored enough in the world of football. So, it's, it's entitled Saint or Sinner. And it's about the life of Ali Dia. So it's going to be a, <laughs> going to be a three-part series, and we're bringing together the two the two titans of that storyline. So it's Ali Dia and Graham Souness. The the two the two have never met again in the nearly thirty years since since that game, and I think it it just needs to happen. So it would be interviews with the two of them, starting from like being a kid. So you'd have maybe episode one is all about Ali Dia's childhood. I mean, that, that episode will be would be full of lies because this fella, having researched them, is the biggest liar I've ever heard. <laughs> Even now, <laughs> he's about 50-odd and he's still telling everyone he plays for Senegal and everything. It's, it's all. <laughs> um, so that episode you'd have to take with a pinch of salt. 
But then the second episode will be Graeme Souness, who's like the polar opposite, and he like growing up on the the street of Scotland and that. And then episode three, we bring them together for the face off. It's the moment everyone's been waiting for since 1996. But what what I wanted to make it to break it up a bit, so it's not just a sit down interview. As they're telling stories about their lives, I'd have actors reenacting it. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, like a young, a young um, Ali Deer could be played by uh, the famous actor Daniel Kaluuya, who I'm sure would be bang up for it. Yeah, he'll be up for it. He, he's not got he's not got bigger projects to work on, so he'd probably be up for it. And then I thought maybe a young um, Suvis could be played by I don't know if anyone watches it, but um, Brendan off Hollyoaks. Who I think he, 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 did anyone watch Fool Me Once with Michelle Keegan? No. Okay. Watch either watch Hollyoaks uh, in the 2010 era or Fool Me Once, Brendan off Hollyoaks. Emmett J. Scanlon, his name is Great Actor, Corty. So he's going to play the young Sooners and they're going to be reenacting, obviously, their lives going up and then it comes to the face off and. I just think that third episode would just be blockbuster because you've got a man who, as I said, is still a, a, just a compulsive liar who's still convinced that he did all those things. And you've got Sooners. Are you talking about Sooners here? No. Sooners is the most stubborn man ever. So, like, that's why I love this story so Big much. Big liar as well, though. Because apparently Ali Deer, he tried the same thing on Tony Pulis, Harry Redknapp. He tried it on loads of different managers. Uh, Tony Pulis gave him a trial, but then said, obviously, he's garbage, so didn't play him. <laughs> Harry Redknapp said um, he thought it was a prank, which it obviously was. But then Sooners, because <laughs> I just loved it. He's, he's such a proud man, and he got fooled so badly. I just love to put him in that situation where he's got to face up to it for the first time. And what he'd want is Ali Deer to apologise. <laughs> but I'm t- I can assure you, he would not apologise. He'd, he'd, he'd still be saying, I should have I played longer in that game. Um, but I just think if you spoke to a modern football fan, I don't think they appreciate just how huge that is. What Ali Deer did that day, he was effectively he was just a, a, a nobody, a fan who managed to trick his way into playing in the Premier League. Like that's just insane. It is, just, it is mental, isn't it? I just don't think why McNeil's done that, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just can't believe. Uh, yeah, he's not studied enough, and like kids these days need to be educated on Ali Deer. And I think Saint Orsina, <laughs> Saint Orsina would do that so well. Um, and I just think it'd be it'd just be absolutely blockbuster. And I think it might be the rebirth of Ali Deer because I think he should be. He, I think currently he's like no one actually knows where he is, but he should like kind of jump on yours. He should be on like Monday Night Football. Imagine if they said Monday Night Football this week, mm. Ali Deer is on. Who'd watch that? Because I, I would. I'd love that so much. So I want. I'm fighting for it. I want. I want to bring Ali Dia back to the to the mainstream. <coughs> uh, Netflix, if you're listening, you can do it. Good shout, Sean. I like the title as well. I think it's. Yeah, um... I mean, I'll be honest. I started with that and then worked my way backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think you're right. It is just a crazy story. That like I don't like. I mean, fair play to like. Yeah, the, uh, the idea and the balls to do that, like, yeah. Yeah. and if it, and he, you could maybe like say or some sort of big time director to Netflix, see if they buy it, That's or the Ali Deer route, and just say that, like, yeah. yeah, you're like, I I could say I'm like Danny Robert Boyle's nephew, Danny Boyle's cousin or something, yeah, <laughs> see if that works. 
TV taking on. Nah. Yeah. I'd watch it, Sean. Robbie, you're up. Yeah. Um, mine's a bit similar to yours. It's a, kind of a true crime, uh, like a 12-part series, true crime, but like delving into uh, the the Henri Perez penalty, that the uh, the mess up, and all uh, yeah, lots of interviews with every player, um, like Lundberg, the ref, just li- actually what happened on that day, you know, um, and they get yeah, they get the the even the interview the. The ball, uh, <laughs> the just, and then that you have Henri and, Henri and Perez just, um, yeah, talking heads on like on what what their what the plan was for that penalty, and um, I don't know who was in goal that day, but I know it was against Man City, but yeah. um, it was Dan, Danny Mills. I remember famously was Danny Mills. Yeah, Danny Mills. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, he went right up to one of them, didn't he? Danny <laughs> Maybe get Danny in. Uh but yeah, I think it would be called uh not making of a murderer, but making of a Miss Pen. Yeah. Do, do, do you think it's got twelve episodes in it though? Yeah, maybe twenty four. Yeah, yeah, twelve is twelve is twelve is yeah, you're so scratching the surface with twelve. No, I th- yeah, I'm joking. It would be uh It'd, it'd be hard to stretch it out for 12, but if you realistically... If you the ball, though. <laughs> yeah. that'd, be a long, that'd be a long episode, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be nice to, to finish that series on, on them recreating it as well. Get the band back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if it works. Yeah, and then, and then you could actually you could delve into the relationship between Perez and Henri after that moment. Um, how it affected their relationship, how it affected them... Playing for France, their trust issues. You could go right deep into like <laughs> the relationship, like a psychological an- analysis of uh, how it affected that. But um, yeah, that would be mine. Making making of a missed pen. Um, so yeah, I'm in- I'm intrigued. I think I think we need to get fans in as well, though, wouldn't we? We have to get fans who were there that day and just like yeah, on, on, you like, re- replay the game to get get a different outcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know who played in that game. Though, I imagine some of those playing rocking up now. Yeah. Danny Mills will be up for it, but he's oh, still fuming. Yeah, he'd be up. He'd be up for that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that City team that wasn't even a good City team, was it? No, that was before all the money. I think yeah. that was that was like Bradley Wright Phillips and stuff. Yeah, like and, like um, Sibiersky, did he play for them then? Like yeah, John John Mackin. Yeah, John Mackin. <laughs> Who yeah. was in goal is a great question. But who was in goal for that penalty? Like, like, like trivia question. David James, maybe. Ah, uh, might have been David James. Ah. Uh, Do you know what? I'll have to find out at the end of the episode. Ooh, Nicky Weaver. Nice to be in. Nah. Oh, that's a great shout. That's a great shout. I don't think he played enough games, did he? Are you, are you both checking who was in goal? Yeah, I'm checking. Richard Wright. <laughs> Right, I'll summarise then while you check. Go on. So, um, thanks for all of your nominations, lads. So we've got Mersey Beats from Bob. We've got Playing Out from Callum. We've got Saint or Sinner from Sean. 
And we've got making of a missed penalty by Rob. Hi, everyone. Really sorry I'm not there today to record um, with the lads. I was really looking forward to this episode as well and our uh, film ideas, documentary ideas. So I'm quickly going to present mine so that I can get some uh, feedback from everyone. So mine's going to be a documentary over a few parts. I'm pitching it as being a cross between The Godfather 2 the Last Dance Michael Jordan documentary, and finally, When We Were Kings, the Rumble in the Jungle documentary for Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman. I'm um, picking them because I like the idea of flashing backwards and forwards between events, and I'm going to pick events to do with the Algerian football team. I'm just going to quickly mention that I'm basing it on a book that I read recently called No Longer Naive by Ibrahim Mustafa. So it's a documentary that goes backwards and forwards, it's going to start the older bit, so the earlier part of the documentary is going to talk about the Algerian War of Independence and particularly the football team's efforts in there. So at that time, the War of Independence was between 1954 and 62. There wasn't an officially Algerian football team recognised. And a lot of these people, as you might know, a lot of Algerian people are based in France. And there was a lot of Algerian pe- descendant people in playing in the French Professional League. And in 1958, they tried to do a breakaway to create a national football team. And in doing so, they tried one weekend, I think it was after a set of fixtures from all different parts of France, they tried to break away to get flights across the border so that they could start a team. I think the French authorities got wind of it and they stopped them. They stopped a few people on the border. A few people managed to escape, but lots of people were detained, arrested, for suspicion of carrying weapons and suspicion of other things, but basically just so they could prevent to they could prevent them leaving. So I'm thinking that would form a really interesting story for the next four or five years. There was lots of fighting and discussion up until 1963 when officially they were recognised as a proper football team and a proper national football team. So that's going to be the first part of the documentary that it's going to be keep flashing back to people's stories of the Algerian War of Independence, the fight to get a football team, obviously the events of them trying to break away, and then the subsequent four or five years where the unofficial team went on tour around the world playing friendlies and things like that. But a lot of people were able, were made to stick out, out in France. So the forward bits will be the successes since that point, really. So there's been a two or three that I'd like to pinpoint. Firstly, the 1982 World Cup, where, in my opinion, the first great African performance in a World Cup was Algeria beating Germany. Heavy favourites for the World Cup got to the final. Algeria beat them in the first group game. Rabah Madja scoring the winner, who would also go on to score in the European Cup final for Porto. Also leads to a nice little story, a bit of controversy in that. Algeria in that tournament were knocked out because basically Austria and Germany fixed the game, which meant that they Algeria went out because Austria and Germany played out a one 0 win to Germany, which meant they both went through and Algeria went out. This and then since then they've changed the rules that all last group games get played at the same time, so teams don't know what need they need to happen, and that was down to Algeria going out. And the final thing I'd link to would be to Algeria in 1990. So 27 years after an official football team being recognised, they won the tournament on their own soil. So they won the tournament, the AFCON, sorry, in Algeria. So a massive success. I would also then link it to 
them winning in 2019 with current superstars like Riyad Mahrez winning it back at the AFCON. So that's my idea. That's my pitch to go forward for Netflix. I think I'm onto a winner there. So yeah, a sort of flashback. I'd like it flashing back within the episode the way that Michael Jordan does. So some parts it'll be talking about the different events in the 50s and 60s, flashing forward to the World Cups in the 80s, the AFCON in 90s and the AFCON in 2019. Once again, apologies for not being there. So those four will be on a Twitter poll for the next couple of days. Get over to Twitter, vote for who you want to win. And do you know what? Just tag Netflix, just pound them. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll make one of them at some point. Who was in goal, lads? I, I couldn't I couldn't see. I couldn't find out. I, I, I wasn't going into that much detail. So. Tell you what, I mean, yeah. Do you know what? I think this has got legs this year. We can't even find out who played in goal. Was there even, was it, never, there even, it never happened. It was always the figments <laughs> of our imagination. Was there a, go- was there a keeper? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though, just, I think you have got enough legs in this show because there's there's so many articles on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to blame me for pen farts. And I can't think. I can't think of another like iconic missed pen in the Premier League like that. Has anybody else tried to do that in the Premier League? Like the the pass. I can't I think, think of anyone. I don't think you called after after it went so badly. I, I think after that, you, to be honest, I think after that they probably did. They maybe like outlaw it. Um, yeah, because they've done it. I know they do it in La Liga. I'm sure Messi has done that a few times, but um, I've never seen I, that done in the Premier League. Uh, Mike Riley was the referee. He'd love it. He'd love. He'd love being on. He'd love the drama. Wouldn't he? yeah. I think you'd have to have him in his kit as well. Like, when he's been interviewed, just fully full dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone else is in normal clothes, but Mike Riley's the only one in full full kit. Yeah, kit from that day as well. Yeah, <laughs> twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shin pads and everything. I, can, I actually, I can't. I think you'd have to watch it to the the keyboard. We we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see I'm going to go with David James. I'm going to go with David James. I think it's David James. We'll, we'll, we'll bank on David James and we'll all tag him to see if he's a drum roll. If he's doing, if he's doing anything over the summer. <laughs> Right, so let's move on to our our main segment then, which is our game of keeping up appearances. So before we start that, we need to choose which game we're focusing on today. Yeah, sorry to throw this on your toes, Rob, but what we do is we pick three games and then we put them into a, a random generator and that picks a game, which will be the focus of the quiz at the end. But we've got, we have guest privileges, so the guests can pick the three games from this weekend's Premier League. Oh, God. What's he to... doing that? Just... Pick any three games you fancy. Uh, okay. Let me have a look at the fixtures. So you can go um, for big names, you can go for no marks. Let's go. Oh, let's go Brighton and Hove Albion Everton. Oh, that's your team. That's um uh, Wolves Sheffield United and uh Manchester United Fulham. Right, they are in the wheel. You're not going for West Ham now? I couldn't. Uh, maybe we're playing Friday. 
I didn't. No, not playing Friday. Oh, I couldn't see us in the, it's, uh, or it's, Monday. Uh, final, I think my team. Oh, Liverpool, oh we're playing Monday. We're playing Brentford Monday. Oh, do you want that game in? Uh, go on then. Yeah, put put West Ham in. Okay, we'll go with that instead of instead of Everton. So the games are in. Let's see which game we're playing with today. An absolute nightmare situation. It's Wolves, Sheffield United. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. That's that tough. Is terrible, Sheld. Okay, yeah. so we we'd normally have a little a little preview, but I've got absolutely nothing to say on those two teams. I don't know if anyone else has. Nah, well, I think just Wolves will win. Be what will be my my. <laughs> That's very bold of you there, Cam. <laughs> okay, so let's pick our number then. So how this works, we have our parameters between 50 and 450. We get a random number, and then your job is to try and pick a player who's played that many games for either Wolves or Sheffield United. Oh, my God, this is tough. So let's get our number. This week it is three hundred and ninety-eight. Three hundred and ninety-eight appearances. Is that gonna be anyone? Wolves or Sheffield United? Bad news, oh. aren't it? Very. Now I will probably just have a couple of minutes to try and get a think of a player, and then when you've got one, we'll um mm-hmm. we'll read them all out to you see who wins. Are you alright to do the adding up on that card? Yes. Yeah. Right. Now we do mm. generally do a song of the week, but I'm not sure how we do a song of the week for our Maroon Five unless we just let ask people to listen to the Sunderland Till I Die theme, which is emotional. Oh, what a great song, yeah. That gets me every time, you know. Shape Yards by the last poet. Yeah. I feel I feel, like, song. I feel like I um, I was around in those times, I feel like I was on the docks. Gives, <laughs> gives, gives me flashbacks. That's a great song, yeah. Listen to that. That's song of the week. Yeah, so go and listen to that, everyone. And then, if you fancy, watch Sunderland as well. It's quality. Right. See you soon. Is Bob still here? Oh, no, he's gone. There you go. He's, 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 he, sent his, um, he sent his answer over. It's very convenient when he gets three and nine eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he doesn't have to answer for it. I'll see if Tosh can answer. Give him a couple of minutes. I've got one for Wolves, but it might, be, it might just be like... He's definitely got loads. It might I be worry. even more than that, though. I worry we've got the same player now. That probably is. Have you thought of the only Wolves that you can think of? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've gone with as well. But he, I don't know. He might have. He might have Harry Redknapp levels of appearances for the Yeah, we've definitely got the same. Then, Sean, haven't we? Let's be honest. Yeah. Are we getting on, Robbie? Have you got? An I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to think. Oh, I can't think of uh, both the Wolves or Sheffield United like legend. If if it, if it um, helps, yeah, it's 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 closest wins. So. You, okay. You've just got a better answer. You, than we do. you don't need one for each, either. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's just like... I'm trying to think, who, do you remember that Wolves player, was it 
Alex Ray, Christopher Ray, or something like that. Oh, Alex or Ray, the little, little skinhead. Scottish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he? Did he play for Wolves for a long time? I can't remember. I, I remember him in that. They had that Doritos kit. That's when I remember. Doritos, the Doritos. That is the classic kit, right? Yeah, that was a great era for Wolves. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll. I mean, I'll go with the Sheffield United one, but I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. This might be the like the biggest winning. Yeah, marginless, mightn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've only got two, and one of them's a wall, one of them's Sheffield United. So if either of you two go, then I'm knackered. But we'll chance it anyway. I think it's difficult to offer those teams. Obviously, I mean, obviously, because they're not as known, but like a better team, it's probably much less seasons because the amount they play in a in a, in a season. Yeah. But also, with, with all the cup teams, competitions and that. Because these teams spent a lot of time of our lifetime in the championship anyway. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not very like au fait with them. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a I've got two Sheffield players who I think just, I just don't think they, they will have made enough. And then one Wolves player who he's gonna be up there in those kind of in that realm. Yeah, he's got to be. Have we, have we all got answers then? Go on, I'm, 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 I'll go with it, go on. Yeah, go on. You can have a bit more time, you want it? No, I'm not going to get any... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not, <laughs> there's nothing's nothing's going to come with more time. If, no, I agree. If, yeah. <clears throat> um, right, so let's get our answers in then. I'll go with Bob's first, because Bob's unfortunately had to leave, but he's sent it over via WhatsApp. And his answer is Phil Jagielka for mm-hmm. United. He was, one, he was one of mine, I was thinking of. I can't mm-hmm. imagine he's mm-hmm. got anywhere near that many, though, surely. When, uh, I reckon he, uh, he'll be a... He was there for a while, will not he? He'll be a couple of hundred, at least. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> That'll be a win at this point in this one, won't it? <laughs> it might be. Right. Robbie, would you like to go first so no one steals your answer? Ah, uh, yeah. Jagielka was one of mine, but I'm going to go with Paddy Kenny, the keeper. Yeah, I had him written down. He's one of my three. And I'm assuming Callum's going to take me other one. <laughs> so, I'll, my, whatever I've got left, I'll have to do. But yeah, I think that thing, I think it's Chelsea. That's probably potentially the winner there. Like. So, I, I thought of him. I thought of Jags. I thought of another Chef United player who was just definitely of that era. And if you think of those, you think of them, the other one. I won't Morgan. say in case. You, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of him. He was going to be on Chris Morgan, but I'm going to go with Wolves. And just as I said, Wolves legend. If it's going to be like, have to be a legend. I'll go with the uh, Steve Ball. Was thought he, he oh. is, that, is that who you're thinking of, Sean? Yeah, he's just the only like Wolves player. But I just oh yeah, no, Steve Ball. that's all. You put again. I know. I know. Obviously, he scored loads, but I don't know how long he was there. So, I mean, just if you got, if you got, a, he's got a stand name after him, hasn't he? Oh, I don't know. I, I think so. So it's, um, I'm sure one of them is a Steve Ball stand, I think. But he was like, he was like, if you've done that, you've got a lot of, of appearances. Was he? Did he get in the Italian ninety squad? I'm not too sure. No idea. Sure. There was a, if there wasn't, there was a big call for it, and he was he was in the championship. I'm sure he played for England, wasn't it? Um, right, that's left me with absolute scraps. So, <laughs> I had I had Paddy Kenny and, and you know what I've gone for another keeper 
because I was trying to think who played in goal because obviously Paddy Kenny played all that time. Who played in goal for Wolves in that Doritos era, which I've now coined the Doritos <laughs> era. And as far as I can tell, the only keep Wolves keeper I can think of is Matt Murray, who is boring people senseless yeah. on Sky Sports every week. But <laughs> I, I know that's going to be miles off, but he's the only Wolves keeper I can think of. And I always think keepers have got quite a good longevity, haven't they? So, yeah, I'll go with Matt Murray. Right, good shout. So we've got Phil Jagielka for Bob. We have Paddy Kenny for Robbie. I've gone Steve Ball and Sean has gone Matt Murray. I'm going to do the check-in now and see how close we get. I'm assuming that's mine. <laughs> Matt Murray played about three times for Wolves, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might as well have not picked the Wolves player. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> How long did Paul Ince play for Wolves for? He had a big stint, did he? I would have thought it was only about a couple of years, though, because he was at he was at Borough, wasn't uh, he? Oh yeah, yeah. So I I would have said maybe two years. I don't think it was that long. But again, what do I know? Yeah, just, what I, do you I, know? I sure. can, you can tell from my answer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I think you're you're as far away, Sean, as any other keep up appearances number we've had. <laughs> I don't think you've had many like higher numbers. Well that that's a win. I'll take it. Um I'll just what I'll do is I'll just double check. Do you want a card double really. back? Honestly, I'm not precious. Right, we'll um so the results are in. Um it was a very difficult very difficult chemo appearances this week with a difficult match, but then an even more difficult number to try and think of. Um you're possibly in the decade region of of sort of appearances and legend status for clubs. Um in fourth place. <laughs> Being 302 out with Sean, <laughs> with Matt Murray. That's not too bad. <laughs> you can break the 100 barrier. Uh, maybe he should have played more appearances for them, Sean. I'm I sure Matt Murray is, feels the same. He should I've have been closer. I've always been a big fan of Matt Murray. I think that's what it is. I've just thought yeah. he, should, he, should have, he should have the Matt Murray stand. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And then, so we had him th- 302 out. Our top two were actually within the 100 out, but in third place with 561 appearances with Steve Bull being 163 out. It's kind of always on the card, that, but that's one hell of a number of appearances that for a club. That's insane. Mm. In 561 appearances, Steve Bull. So I've oh, so it was, it was over the... It was yeah, over he, the I was 163 was, oh, wow. over. Over? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes, that that's some appearances. Yeah. yeah. So so really really Callum, your answer is worse than mine when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Um and then so that brings our top two where we have Bob's Phil Jagielka and Robbie's Paddy Kenny. One was three oh five being ninety-three out. The other was three one five being eighty-three out. Oh, 
and the winner this week is doing it for the goalkeepers union it's Paddy Kenny 315 yeah. with 83 out so Robbie is our guest and wins he takes the win <laughs> get Which in he looks unbelievably proud of <laughs> and Bob <laughs> the crowd go wild and Bob second with 93 out Phil Jagger with 305 so yeah a very 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 good even appearances there I reckon everyone who was listening have said all those players. By yeah, the way, yeah. I, I, I don't think anyone said any other players. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. said Matt Murray. <laughs> don't, don't yeah, yeah. And, in, and if he did, then it, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, Robbie, you're actually only our second guest to win as well. Oh come on! Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. I, do I get a trophy or anything? What do I no. get? Uh, just, okay. just the satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. It's like a house game. Just pick something. We'll give you anything. See anything. We'll give you. <laughs> Let's turn then to our updated league table. After 26 games, Bob remains on top. He's on 73. Callum and Tosh are tied in second place, both on 64 points. Sean is a non-mover in every way this week after his last place finish. He's still on 50. And Robbie's win puts the guests now on a very respectable 22 points. Right, so <laughs> that ties us up for another fun episode of Keeping Appearances. We've had a great Maroon 5 this week. Really fun, mm-hmm. some, some fun shouts. And if anyone from Netflix is watching or anyone out there knows anyone from Netflix... Give them a shout, tag them in our poll and see if they, they fancy anything. Um, a couple might be taken up there, actually, and don't bother trying to copy our ideas because they're all copyrighted, I'm sure. Um, we managed a last-minute winner in any given Saturday. Um, Sean nearly beat us, but just not enough. And yeah, Robbie, well, he actually scored the winning goal in a, any given Saturday and then come up trumps come and on. keeping up appearances with, with a great come win. On. A great win. So yeah, Robbie, thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, no, it's been great. I've had a lot of fun. This is really good. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's great. Thanks, on Robbie. Thank you, guys. Head over to our um, X and vote on our poll for Maroon Five. Try and share the podcast with any of your friends that you can. Keep listening, and we'll see you next week. Well, sad. <laughs> hey, we don't need them to you. I know. Yeah, we we were fine. Honestly, just a little trio. Honestly. I'll swear that answer and Carragher and Neville. We'll do it. <laughs>